0: Welcome back to the Spending Time with Jesus podcast. My name is Sam Best, and I'm so excited to be with you on this Monday edition of Spending Time with Jesus. If you're new here, uh, this podcast is created and designed to just help you get started in spending time with Jesus today. Like like right now, we believe that you can actually spend time with and know God himself this morning. And uh, this podcast isn't meant to be everything you do this morning, but it is meant to be uh, something that puts you to work this morning, that kind of gets you to put some feet to your faith this morning and helps you start to uh, know God relationally in real tangible ways. So if you're listening to this while you're making your coffee or driving to work, that's great, but I'd also encourage you to uh, go beyond what we do in this podcast today. My, our prayer is that it's an encouragement and a catalyst for you to spend time with Jesus on your own. And what we do uh, with the Spending Time with Jesus podcast is we unpack a word uh, that God brings us or brought us on the previous Sunday. Uh, and we do that because why not? I mean, the, the word is amazing for Sunday. Uh, it was awesome for those 45 minutes in the sermon that, that God brought us and speaks to us as a people. But there's six other days in the week. And uh, So why wouldn't we unpack it? I believe God is speaking to us, uh, and uh, that is more than just 45 minutes on a Sunday. It, It is for our lives, and we as the people of God get to pursue Him and reorient our lives around Him and what He says. We get to be doers of the Word, not just hearers of God's Word. And we're right in the middle of doing that in a sermon series called The Church Is a Problem. And basically the whole premise of this word is that, hey, we can talk about the problems the church has, but but actually the church is a problem for the powers that be on this earth. Uh, throughout history, the church has remained against all odds at times. And um, this week, the the church is a problem, part two, Andrew read in Colossians two, which we're gonna get there in just a minute. So I'd encourage you to open your Bibles to Colossians two. And uh he he basically shared this this thought process that the church is a problem, uh, and therefore, because we're a problem, uh like no, no, no. The church is a problem, and, and the, the things that make us a problem he shared last week, uh, those, that we have a king, that we have a hope, and that we have a future, that makes us a problem specifically, therefore, for this political spirit that's out there right now that's trying to divide us. And, he, you know, if you haven't heard the sermon, I encourage you to go listen to it, but he basically goes after the fact that the thing that's trying to divide us isn't a person, it's not the flesh and blood right in front of us or the candidate or the people on the other side of the aisle. Uh, but it is the spirit behind it all that's that's making us promises that it can't keep, that only God can keep. And so we need to know who we are as a people, know that we have a king, know that, uh, that he's given us a hope, and that we have plans and purposes for our lives, that so we have a purpose, an assignment to live for. And all of that makes us a problem because... If we know all of that stuff about our God and about ourselves, then uh, we won't be taken captive by the political spirit that's out there right now. And, and so let's jump in. Let's jump into Colossians 2. We're going to read uh, Colossians 2, 6 through, uh, 6 through 15. Uh, so buckle up. That's quite a few verses, but we're going to read all of it this morning. And I'm just going to invite you then to jump in and spend some time with God Colossians 2, therefore, verse 6, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed, and overflowing with gratitude. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. For in Him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, which means all of God dwells in Christ Jesus. And in Him you have been made complete, and He is the head over all rule and authority. And in Him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in the removal of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with Him through faith in the working of God who raised Him from the dead. When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of debt, consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us, and he has taken out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through Jesus." I'm going to pray for you as you jump in this morning, and my encouragement to you is just read through that and say, God, what does this say about you, and what does it say about me? Like, what does this mean for me? Dear Jesus, we come to you this morning believing in faith that we can spend time with you right now. I pray that you would open our eyes to the truth here in these verses, to the truth here in Colossians 2, 6 through 15. Would you open our eyes to it? We're here for you. We love you. We acknowledge your presence and say, come speak to us this morning. Amen.